This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org. The big shayla this week, which hopefully we'll get to Blineder on Thursday night, <coughs> is the shayla about shaving for those who keep what's called the first svira, being that this year Rosh Chodesh falls out on Friday Shabbos, so there is a, perhaps a head to the shave or to get a haircut, and the questions are, A, if there is a heter, when does the heter start? How early? Thursday, Thursday night, Thursday afternoon, Friday morning. Secondly, what happens if you're makbid for Behuda HaChosid? How does that work? So Belinad will talk about all that Emir Tashem on Thursday. I think we've spoken about this in the past very quickly, but someone just uh, asked me about it the other day. There's an interesting shayla for those people that do have a heter to shave, the tzarech parnosus. The question that is often asked is a person shaves for parnosus. So he shaves, you know, Thursday morning. The next time he has to shave is, you know, Sunday night before, before going to work on Monday. Should he shave on Friday also? Say to himself, listen, I shave every other day of the week. I'm all clean shaven. Now I'm going to shave and not shave for Shabbos? How would it look? So I often tell people what Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky writes, as does his cousin, Riv Ruderman. They both say, no, no, that's not a cheshben. Why? Because Hashem understands you're not going to look clean shaven because Hashem doesn't want you shaving for Shabbos. Your boss doesn't understand, so you have to shave for your boss. Fine. You have to keep your boss happy, whatever the financial situation at your job is. But for Shabbos, you're like everyone else who doesn't shave for Shabbos. And we've spoken in the past, Chubis Chassam Seifer and others, whether it's the head to shave on every Friday or not. But that's generally what I think the answer is. If someone has to shave for work, so he shaves as he needs for work. And when he doesn't need to, he should not shave even for Shabbos itself. As we're now on the summer schedule for Friday night, I know there's a couple of issues that, that come up with us davening Friday night at 7 o'clock all the time, no matter what time of the, of the summer months it is. The first problem we run into is not a Svir Sa'im, a problem, it's a general problem of what's known by the Paiskim as Tarit Desasri. As Machoikis between Rabbi Yehuda and Rabbanan in the fourth parak of Brachis, how early you could have a Maiv and how late you could have a Mincha. So the way the Gemara presents itself, the Gemara says the Sushit is a Behud and the Rabbanan. Either you can only dive a mincha up to Plaga Mincha, and after Plaga Mincha, you can no longer dive a mincha and only Mairiv. Or no, you could have a mincha all the way up to Shkia, and then after Shkia, you can have a Mairiv. The Gemara says we don't pick sides. Mark Yidavid and Mark Yidavid, you could do whatever you want. That's what it says in Shulchan Aruch. You could pick whoever you want to pick. The problem is you can't pick half of each. That's what we call a Tarat and Desasri. What's a Tarat and Desasri? It means Yidav and Mincha after Plag. So if you dive a mincha after plag, so what's the comment that you're saying? That after plag a mincha, I view it as daytime. And then you turn around in that exact same time zone, you're going to dive a mairif before shkia. You can't have it both ways. That's what we call a tarot to the sasri. Well, the way we do it in the summer, you run into that problem. You run into what's called a tarot to the sasri. So there are, in my opinion, some very weak terutsim to why this is acceptable. I don't exactly understand all the terutsim that are given. People tell me, look in the Archashokhan, we've had Shurim on the Archashokhan. He doesn't exactly say that either. But um, that's one issue that does come up. And for that reason, some people try to avoid it. They'll dive in earlier, or they'll dive in one of the tefillahs b'yechidus. That's Rav Moshehel. Believe it or not, Rav Moshehel, to avoid tarot to the sasri, you should dive in b'yechidus. That was a psaq of Rav Moshe, and that was a psaq also by Rav David Feinstein, that's all, and I've heard that from other Gedolim as well. But that's one issue you have with the 7 o'clock uh, set mincha on Friday. The other problem you have is, is the Sviras Oimer problem. What's the Sviras Oimer problem? It's because if you're makbid not to count Bein Hashmoshes, and you only count when it's Vadei Laila, you're going to have to keep an eye on the clock before you start your meal. 
If you count Bein Hashemoshes, which is what we do here during the week, I'm not sure why we didn't do it Friday night, but okay. If you count here Bein Hashemoshes during the week, so then you count Bein Hashemoshes, you go home and you start your Suda, you don't have to worry about it. But if you're Makhbin not to count Bein Hashemoshes, and you only want to wait to Lila, so because we dive in at 7 o'clock, sometimes by the time you come home, you got yourself into trouble. Why are you in trouble? Because the Ramah Paskins in Tov Pei Tesif Dalit, the Ramah says that once it comes Man Svira Soimer, you're not allowed to eat until you count Svira. Now, what does it mean once it hits this man's sphere so Soimer? So this is Machloikis Mishtabru in the Shulchan Aracharat. Mishtabru says once it hits Seisak Yechavim, even though the Sharetzian speaks out, you technically can count Sphere Soimer Ben Hashemoshes, but that's not when the Isra starts. The Isra starts at Seisak Yechavim. Once you hit Seisak Yechavim, Zokti Mishtabru, Ramah, you're not allowed to eat. And even if you start eating, you have to stop to count Sphere, which is not a big deal. Sphere Soimer doesn't take all that long, but you have to stop the meal. So when do you start the clock? So we mentioned many times that Rabbi Yaakov Kamenetsky held 38 minutes after Shkia. So this Friday, Shkia is 7.40. So what's 38 minutes after 7.40? No. You can use your phone still. 8.18. So according to Rabbi Yaakov, let's say we finish davening here, what, whatever, we start 7 o'clock. If once you get to 8.18, you're not allowed to start the Shabbos meal until you can't sleep. The problem is that Mr. Brubin down another Chumrah. Not only at 8.18, you have to stop a half an hour before 8.18. What would a half an hour before 8.18 be? 740, is that right? 748. So now you really get yourself into that funny slot. Because we start Mincha 7 o'clock, give or take, let's say, 45 minutes to 50 minutes. By the time you get home, you're in no man's land, you're stuck. You can't start the Zuda. So it's a little bit of a problem. So if you can't be there's no problem. Can't be But if you're Makhbid, so you have one or two choices. You can either rush home right after davening and get them before the half an hour before it says you can call them, or you talk after stop. You talk after stop. I have this problem on these Friday nights. I kind of get a little stuck in uh, starting the meal. Because according to the Ramah, you're not allowed to start the meal once you're within a half an hour. Now, <clears throat> what are some of the Yates? So one of the Yates maybe might be, be Maimir Shoimer. Let's say you appoint a neighbor. You're maybe even someone in your own family. You appoint your wife. You appoint uh, someone who's not Mukhuib and Shoimer. You tell them, remind me that we didn't count Syria yet. So maybe that's one option. That would only work. Before Tzayseh Gechavim. Once you hit Tzayseh Gechavim, according to Rabbi Shalom and that's the simple reading of the Mishnah then a Shema wouldn't even help. Again, once you hit Tzayseh Gechavim, just count Svira. It's no big deal. The problem is, within the half an hour, you're in no man's land. You can't count Svira and you can't eat. So you're kind of like, I guess, it's a good time to read the, new, you know, the Jewish papers at that time, right? Even though no one really wants to do that. You want to start your meal. It's already 8 o'clock. But you got to keep an eye on the clock um, because of this problem. Now, what about during the week? Forget Friday night for a second. What about during the week? Well, let's say a person davens every single night in this, in this time of year, davens 10 o'clock. Baruch Hashem, we have men and gentlemen on neighborhood. So you tell me the guy's not allowed to eat supper until 10 o'clock at night? So that already we have a hetter called the Minyan Kavu. person has the Minyan Kavu, he davens every night at 9.30 and 9 o'clock, 10 o'clock, whatever it is. So that's good enough of a hetter. The problem is Friday night, we davens already. So there's no Minyan Kavu. We davens already, we're finished. So therefore, it really presents a problem with the Friday nights, because what do you do with Svir Saimah? So again, just to... Keep everyone aware when you deal with this, just keep an eye on the clock and try to juggle things. So again, if you could start the meal more than a half an hour before Tzayzekechavim, before we're called 38 minutes before Shkia with Rabbi so you could start the meal and then you're good to go. Then when you get to Tzayz, you should take a stop the meal and count, which is not a big deal. It takes two seconds. Problem is if you're ready within a half an hour of Tzayz, so you really can't count yet and you can't eat yet. That's when you kind of get into a little bit of a sticky situation. So that's something that people should be aware about um, for the next couple of weeks as we get into Sviya uh, Sa'imah and the summer schedule. Ah, you'll ask me, so what about Kriyashma? Every Friday night, you have the same problem with Kriyashma. Why every Friday night, you'll have to come home from Shul? So the truth is, Mr. Brewer mutches with this. He tries to come up with different terim. 
The Shmir Shabbos Kechos, he quotes from Rabbi Shlomo Zalman, that Rabbi Shlomo Zalman was showed a Sefer. The Sefer wanted to taina that in Alom Svar, that since after Plaga Mincha, we could have a Mayriv, which is what people do when they make early Shabbos on Friday. So it's already Lila. So if it's already Lila, you can Yoytze Kriyishma. Rabbi Shlomo Zalman did not think that makes too much sense. He thought that's absolutely not the logical way of looking at it. But the Mishnah does write, Bishas Atchak, you don't have to hold up your meal just for Kriyashma, which is very ironic, because Kriyashma is Deraisa, Sviyas Oime might be Derabon. But many points can point this out, that if you're going to have a Friday night, that's 7 o'clock. So if you go plug, if you dive and plug, so then usually you don't have Tarat the Sasri, and usually you start your meal more than a half an hour before, so you really be okay. If you make late Shabbos, then you're also okay, because you'll be able to count money. It's that in between uh, 7 o'clock, which I'm not a big fan of, that's where you kind of run into these problems. So just, Mirza Hashem, for the subsequent Friday nights, we just have to keep an eye on the clock. I saw one safer, they write that the minute used to be, is at the end of the Friday night davening, when they daven early, they make a clap and say, okay, everyone remember, you have to count Svira at uh, whatever time it was that week or where they live. So just something to keep in mind in the back of your head before you start your suda on Friday night, just make sure the numbers work out Again, if you hold, you can count Ben Hashemoshes. This is not relevant for you. So you just count and move on. If you hold, you don't like to count early. I mean, if you count here during the week, then you can count Friday night and start your suit. If it's for those that don't want to count early, so try to be Maimon Hashemer. They talk about reminders. Some, some people have a reminder for Kriyashma. They put a sitter on their pillow. That's a reminder. It's a reminder that uh, I can't go to bed before I do something. Okay, it's a question, how type of reminder. Today we just move things around. We go, we go to sleep with the sitter there anyway. But it's something you should think about. So again, if you run into this thing, the best option might be is to ask a family member to be a shamer or a neighbor. If you have a neighbor that comes around and can remind you, that would prevent l'chayru, all of these issues.